Welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm your host, Mike Marbach, uh, and we're going to start with the left with the intros uh, this week because the last person is new to the podcast. Uh, we've got Andrew. Yo. Hey. Uh, David. Hi. Mallory. Hi. And. Hi, I'm Dan McLaughlin, longtime listener, first time guest. Thanks <laughs> you for having me. Yeah, welcome back. And by back, I mean first time. Uh, also in the room, and you can feel free to. Uh, say something, just if you do step a little uh, little closer in, uh, is Amy. Hi. Hi. Mm. Uh, first thing I want to say, so I don't have to record this later, is that the podcast is brought to you by Philly Improv Theater. Uh, Philly Improv Theater now has a home in downtown Philadelphia at 2030 Sansom, so if you're in the mood for some, uh, some comedy, be it improv, sketch, uh, or stand-up, check out phillyimprovtheater.com. It is not just a theater, but it's also a training center. Uh, we train people in improv, sketch, and stand-up. Everybody that's on this podcast, with the exception of Dan this week, I guess, uh, for now, is not a student uh, or a performer there, but that could change uh, at any time. That's right. I was just talking to Amy about it earlier tonight. You're, you're giving your uh, A1 sales yes, pitch. Yes. Uh, right. So go to com and you'll save $50 off the full enrollment cost if you enroll in a class before May 9th. Now, on with the podcast. Uh, as I said a minute ago, uh, there wasn't that much, there was a lot, it still filled up an hour, but there wasn't really, (laughs) (laughs) the show was in fact an hour this week. (laughs) Yeah, confirmed runtime. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it it filled up an hour, but there wasn't that much. Did it feel like there, there, am I, am I, yeah? Yeah. So we have one, one in disagreement. Well, it was, Mallory's last time in the podcast. I don't understand how one hour can be different from another hour. Well, if I may. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were really like storylines, and nothing new was really introduced. It just kind of followed up on what we saw last week. Yeah. So, Until the end there, I guess. Until the end right. there. Uh, which we'll get to. We'll get to the um, finger Wait, can we get to something else yes. before that? Andrew, can you put that phone on, like, silent? Because I'm feeling it, it vibrate. It is on silent. That's why it vibrates. It's vi- <laughs> well, I mean, complete, uh, no vibration. <laughs> Can you not deal with it? I. Well, if it's a, all right. Fuck, fuck you, dude. <laughs> um, it's right, buzzing um, a lot. Oh, fucking! No, 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 no! That was a segue. That was a segue to the fact that uh, what could it possibly be a segue? <laughs> it's a segue to the fact that you are in uh, radio contact with Jess and Caitlin. Yeah, who we miss very much, and yeah, they're yeah. on their way to Los Angeles. But uh, yeah, we didn't say that last week. Yeah, they're on their way to Los Angeles forever, forever. Yeah, never to be seen again, oh. except by me back. in a few weeks yeah, when Andrew leaves, and me when I go uh, to visit. And uh, if I just may interject very quickly, I'm used to just listening to this bickering before. <laughs> it's so great to actually see it. <laughs> this unrelated, completely unrelated bickering. That takes place. That is the hallmark of the Stark Raven Man podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, if there if if there's not any other pressing matters, David, <laughs> I uh, think uh, I think proceed. <laughs> Even if there aren't, sir, like proceed, <laughs> proceed. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, as I was saying before, it just felt like we other episodes focus on a bunch of different things. This had a lot for several different storylines. Yeah. Uh, this. 
normally there's a bunch. This had several. All right. <laughs> I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Let's bicker over the. It's not bickering. Can, can we just confer? It's Sixty minutes, though, right? Uh, this podcast or the show? Well, I kind of uh, like it when they focus on a few different locations instead of having you know like five minute scenes in like twelve different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah or more. yeah, or real short scenes uh, cut back and forth between a bunch of, yeah. a bunch of places uh, or several places. Uh, it was just very long periods of time uh, per episode devoted to just several storylines is what I was trying to get at. Arya, the cat, is on the loose and she's meowing. What? Uh, you didn't hear that? That was a kid outside. No, no that was Arya upstairs. Was it? Yes. <laughs> uh, you don't think I know the sound of my own cat? <laughs> Alright, so we're going to start with uh, Sansa and Littlefinger. Um, and basically what was happening is that uh, they're talking about who would... Uh, who would kill Joffrey? They're having that conversation. Uh, and he kind of says, yeah, I had a hand in it. <laughs> a little finger. I, a little, I had a finger. <laughs> I had one, one, one little finger uh, in it. Um, but I have other other friends. And, uh, you know, they did not right say it, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But uh, much all, all signs are pointing yeah. to uh, Tyrell, Alana Tyrell, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's more than signs. It's they're they're confirming. Yeah. It. So here's what happened. If you didn't pick up on it, um, <laughs> if you're an the idiot, the necklace that Dantos gives to Sansa, those jewels are coated. They're either they either dissolve into the poison or they're coated in. I think I think it's the former. Yeah. It, I, in the book, it's a right. hairnet. Well, it's like, yeah. What I was wondering is like when Olena snatched it. Mm-hmm. Did she previously build up the tolerance to the Iocane powder? Because I don't remember her having gloves well, on. Well, it's not Iocane powder. Well, you know what I mean. Are you fine? <laughs> <laughs> like, she did well, maybe it, it was a hands, probably, so Maybe you're... it was a capsule then. Who knows? Okay, um, so you're thinking it was inside the stone. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's like something that you can touch it, but it, when it dissolves, it, you know what I mean? Melts right. in your wine, not in your hand. crushed it yeah, pretty exactly. easily. Like, it was like made of sugar. Yeah. yeah. Either way, um, she when she goes up to Sansa at the wedding and is like, oh, it was terrible what happened to your brother, she plucks Pops, it off there. It. And, like, you can you can barely tell because it's one on the end. And, like, her hair yeah. is sort of blocking the other one, so you yeah. can't mm-hmm. really tell by looking at if there's supposed to be one there. Like, I was looking at the symmetry of it when I went, there's, like, three... And then there's like, there's like supposed to be like eight total on it, I think. Okay. Yeah, either way. She plugs it off there, then Plank drops it in his glass. It dissolves in the wine, or otherwise taints the wine, and he drinks it and dies. So yeah, it's a conspiracy between uh, Littlefinger, Dantos, an unwitting Sansa, and Olena. Poor Dantos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... He says that his new, my new friends, are more predictable and reasonable. Um, what makes the the Tyrells uh, specifically that, other than just wanting to get rid of rid of Joffrey? Uh, is is there any promises oh. or anything that that he said that I missed? Oh, I don't think we really know like what why he's in bed with them, other than that they are more reasonable yeah. than yeah. you know than than Joffrey was. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they've been around for a really long time, mm-hmm. and they also have a, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and they and they make very calculated, very rational decisions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's still taking. He says that he's taking her to Lysa, right? Yeah. Um, do you, Dan? Mm-hmm. Um, 
are the only other, I guess. Well, have you read, Amy, have you read the books? Mm-hmm. Uh, so for you two, uh, how do you think she's going to be received there? If she makes it there, because at this point, you know, you, God, you don't know I can't for sure. even speculate about, if you're bringing a Stark girl that was supposed to be betrothed to Joffrey, mm-hmm. to the Vale... I mean, remember how uh, Catelyn Stark was received there? And that's yeah, her sister. not very well. Not very well. Yeah, so yeah. I, it, that's blood sister I'm, too, I think, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Littlefinger's gonna have to come up with. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I, that's why I didn't want to spoil the show for myself. Almost like I didn't want to go forward. And be like, yeah. So uh, that's uh, uncharted waters for me. To use I don't know that. Form. I my, my thinking is that she's not going to be presented to her at all. So much as just locked away in some just sort of uh, area. closeted yeah. somewhere. Yeah, oh, I don't God. know. That could be one yeah. thing. That would be so Sansa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, get spirited away to somewhere else and just get oh, you're a prisoner here too. Well, yeah. also, but but on the on the on the butt end of that scene, um, with uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but we can go back mm-hmm. when uh, Jamie's talking to Tyrion. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, Sansa's not a killer, not yet. Yeah, but she's starting to learn how the game works. To mm-hmm. you know, use the title yeah. a little bit. So who knows what's going to happen when she gets well, to the Vale of Arryn? Yeah, that article that said, um, you know, Sansa is is shit on because she's very feminine and people think she's really stupid, but she has her eyes open. She's learning everything about everybody. Yeah, she's learning the way to play the game and the way not to play the game. So I think Tyrion sees her potential. I think they have a lot of love for each other, but it's just not. You know, in as much love that they could have for each other, yeah. Tyrion and Sansa. And a girl that's clearly suffering some, from some severe form of PTSD right. after <laughs> having her family completely murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody in the Vale? Uh, like, let, let's say there was going to be something that happens there. Is there an oppor- Is there someone at the Vale that she would want to and have the opportunity to kill outside of maybe Littlefinger? Well, is there anybody? Uh, oh, there's always the name somebody of the, what's the name who deserves to get. Lysa. What's the name of the woman that runs the Vale? Uh, Liza. Liza she have, Aaron. And she's got a son that's clearly not all there. Oh yeah. yeah. She yeah. could like totally get him wrapped around her little finger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just speculating here, but like, who knows? That's the that's the one thing about this show that conditions you to feel a certain way about a character. Like Jamie, we the first season we're like this piece of shit, mm-hmm. and then second and third season, yeah. Like, and now he <laughs> rapes his sister over his son's corpse. He's but before we got awesome. to the raping scene, we're like, well, he's a hero, and we should feel good about him. Yeah. And he lost his hand, and yeah, that's that's a that was a weird choice. That's what I was saying. Do you guys want to address that now? Like just talk yeah. To him before the podcast, I was saying that that episode, last episode, was a lot about just reminding the viewers that these aren't really good people. Uh, they're they're going to have human moments and, and good, good moments, yeah, but uh, but there's also urges, and um, he was away for so long and fought so hard to get back to her. He comes back to this really cold reception mm-hmm. uh, to the point where he's just like, you know what? I don't care if there's a if my dead son is uh, watching is right with next his cookie me. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cersei didn't seem to. Uh, it, it, I don't know. Like Cersei didn't really seem like anything was anything new was wrong with her this week. Um, <laughs> well, like, I, like, she's hold on, hold on, like cups, you guys know, you guys know she's that, really like, uh, cups, yeah. yeah, you guys know that. Um, uh, in the book, um, it, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not a rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, She's like, no, no. Okay. So I, I didn't, I yeah, yeah, I didn't read much on it. I did read somewhere that the director of that episode didn't consider that a rape scene, even though it really was. What? Hey, so like, hold on. Yeah. Um, so like, I think even though, even though it definitely looks that way, I'm not sure if that was the intent. So I'm not sure if we should read that into his character so much. Does that make any sense? It does. Yes, but... I, I'm. I'm fair with that. That we can look at it as a mistake, but it. If we have to address it as what a fucking mistake. If they were not trying to convey that as rape, they could have shown five more seconds of her giving a little bit of more enthusiasm. I would say consent. cut the first ten seconds of her going no, no, and I don't mean to be like all emotional, but like. How many times can a woman say no and punch somebody? And like, if if at the last second she swoons, I mean, I know that's, I mean, that's, just, I think that's just the way modern people look. And I know this show's not modern, but like, that's they conveyed rape. In the, there was a Jezebel or somebody picked it up. They actually had the text from the George R. R. Martin book, and it, it starts out. She's like saying to him, like very like quickly, like uh, quickly, Jamie, quickly. Please yeah. take me. Like, it's very clear in the book that she wants this to mm-hmm. happen, and this is sort of their only chance for this tryst, which, which didn't take yeah. place inside of the crypt. Because he had just gotten Jeffrey. back, right? So, uh, okay. so I don't that, know. In yeah. the book, that takes place as soon as yeah. as soon okay. as he gets back, and she's like, is, "Oh shit!" Uh, I don't remember. I think it, this may have been discussed last week, but was Joffrey dead? Before Jamie arrives in the yeah, in I thought you had, wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the crypt. Yeah, let's, let's let's like uh, let's get back to this episode. Yeah. We, we yeah. got a little off on. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you something about Littlefinger, which is that he is doing like every single like, and I know I mean, uh, every single like book movie creep thing. Like he's doing those funny hand drags. Mm-hmm. He's doing the like, she's <laughs> like, uh, what do you want? He's like, whatever I want. Like it's just like. <laughs> Alright, dude, like, you want to bang Sansa, we get it, like, you're a creep. You're just a creep. You're creepy, creep, creep. Yeah, like, almost vaudevillian. And it's vaudrillion, too vaudrillion, obvious, like, yeah. Yeah, bad, yeah. Bad uh, they're just really laying laying that on, and then also, again, with uh, who, it w- who it was that helped me uh, get, yeah. those, uh, get those... Get those... Yeah, uh, which I appreciate, because I <clears throat> figured that she had something to do with it. Um, and I'm dense. Um, but yeah, so they go, we go to Marjorie and Alana right after that because he says, uh, my new friends are much more reasonable and, and, uh, predictable. Uh, so they cut right to them, uh, and there's a quick scene, uh, kind of talking about, again, who killed Joffrey, uh, and was it, was it Tyrion? Um, and Alana's like, nah, it wasn't him. And she's like, well, well, you know, it could have been. No, it wasn't. Well, no, it could have been. It wasn't <laughs> him. Flicks her yeah. on the bridge of the nose. It wasn't him. What exactly don't you get? Bitch, <laughs> listen to me. Uh, and that was... Pr- oh, no, no. I, I guess one of the other main points of that is Alana saying, hey, you better get Tommen now uh, before Cersei turns him too. Yeah. Um, Sweet Tommen. And then she uh, she does. She visits uh, visits with Tommen. I was uh, really, really worried. Who thinks that she's Sir Pants? The cat. Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce. Pounce. I was really, Sir really Pants. worried. Sir Pants. <laughs> Sir, yo, Sir Pants was what she was hey. trying to get in, right? <laughs> Her Pants. I was really, really worried that they weren't going to mention his kittens because that's a big part of his 
innocence and sweetness mm-hmm. and I was really hoping to see them so <laughs> when he said Sir Pants I was like yes Sir Pants Sir, Pants. <laughs> Sir open to new experience <laughs> uh, the other ones he has three of them he's got three cats and uh, one of them Sir there's, Shirts there's a Sir Pounce <laughs> Lady <Mittens>. Sir Trousers <laughs> Lady uh, what, I think it's Lady Boots. Boots. <laughs> That's such hold a on. cat name. Yeah, I know. And I forget. Hold Lady on. Lady Boots. And, and uh, <laughs> Tommins. And Mr. Fluffy Face. Lady Boots. Mr. Fluffy Face. Puss in Boots. Hold on. I'm well, in the it. books, he's a lot. He's a he's little like, bit younger. Yeah, he's like he's very young. young. I think Tommins was really well cast. I'm looking forward to. It. Yeah, seeing him. I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, bang some chicks, dude. <laughs> Jesus, imagine being that kid and Marjorie Terrell comes or or Natalie Dormer comes into your room. Yeah, God, he probably, must have been he probably, up, probably strapped his. He was up all bang. night jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 get off the bed, pounce, uh, Sir, Sir Pounce, <laughs> Lady Whiskers, and Boots. Whiskers and Boots. There's this really great scene which. I guess they're not going to do because he's not eight years old in the show. But, like, Cersei's in the bath. And, like, he marches in on her in the bath and he demands a kitten. He doesn't want to eat vegetables and he wants to learn to yeah. joust. He's like, I'm king now. I can make demands. Yeah. I, like, I, I do like, decree this. Come here, little dove. Come here. She's like, you're going to eat your fucking vegetables. <laughs> Get you a kitten and you can learn to joust. Yeah. But you are eating your carrots. Oh, I have a question about the Tyrells. Is Marjorie's mom dead? I think so. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's never mentioned. I, I don't remember her being mentioned in the book because her dad is, is what's-his-face. Mm-hmm. She went to the store and never came back. Oh. <laughs> His mom went to get some cigs. <laughs> Going out for smokes. And she has to hear all these, like, how to be a woman from her old grandma. Yeah, old her grandma, grandma probably. Uh, her sex. very wise. Her very, uh, very and experienced. <laughs> Whatever, grandma. Uh, you don't know what it's like in the century of. When, what's the century? What's it called? What do they call it? Uh, made up bullshit. Yeah. Old what time year is it in the Shire? The oldie, yeah. <laughs> of the second age. Elevensies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I send my boyfriend scrolls all the time. So in, in that quick uh, bit, there's I don't think we're missing anything, right? I think that's basically what was, uh, what was covered with uh, Tyrell's, uh, Alana, Marjorie. Yeah, they're just doing more to kind of establish... Um, uh, the fact that the women are calling the shots, and yeah. Yeah, which we've already, we know already, yeah. But it's uh, useful to remind us. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go over to. We didn't see any Tywin in this episode. We didn't see a. Uh, we didn't see any Tywin. Uh, oh, we did see Tyrion a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go to Daenerys. Um, did we actually talk about the scene? In are the we jail? going back to Cersei and Jaime later? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Um, Grey Worm is uh, learning to... to fucking read. <laughs> he's not learning to read. He's learning to speak. He's learning... What, Valerian or he's learning English? To, he's learning to speak, uh, in... quote, common tongue, oh, which is, is the language represented by English in this I thought story. it was funny how they had it written. But he... Kill the Masters written in English on the wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. It would be... Yeah. Well, you know. Whatever. I guess they have to because they can't do it. One of you guys made and... a comment during that. It was really funny. What was it? It's like, I just wrote that. I just painted it. <laughs> oh, I just <laughs> painted that wall. 
Fuck. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, a simple point, but it's a good point. Uh, like, it could have been in whatever language that they wanted, and they could have just put a uh, subtitle uh, up there for, for what it what it said. I guess that would have been um, confusing to people. They've been really shoving things down the viewer's throat this episode. Yeah. They don't want any mistakes. <laughs> uh, Grey Worm is learning to speak uh, the common tongue. Uh, yeah. And with by his, the way, uh, uh, hot tutor. I don't want to get Andrew too riled up, but you can pile those right in <laughs> with uh, Davos. Uh, Davos learning to read. <laughs> well, it's the first first scene. It is. It's already and it's necessary yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because one, he's yeah. going no. to infiltrate uh, the uh, slaves uh, in Marine. Right? No, he spoke. It's important because it shows that uh, Grey Worm is not just a robot. He actually has. Passion and he has uh, feelings. Yeah, I have Grey Worm and Mersandy with three hearts next. Yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna scissor. Well, I think what you you were more supposed to take away is how passionate he feels about uh, killing the masters Mm -hmm. because you know he has that. Uh, Yeah, there is a little bit of, but I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't pop a boner for Mersandy? Someone that people who can't. Yeah, he's he's probably got a little nubbin. Yeah. <laughs> and he's looking for some love. Uh, Can't the maesters do something about that? Yeah, like give him like a leather <laughs> strap on a, a golden, golden dick, dick. <laughs> a golden dick, <laughs> castle forged penis. Yeah, he's got <laughs> pelvis problems. Like but if I was, I mean, I know, I know Grey Worm's young, but if I was like, if I was like a thirty-year-old, like really like well-decorated eunuch warrior. I'm so trying to get a, decorated, a, a Valyrian. Well, no, I'm saying I know Grey Worm's not there yet, but if I'm saying like, if I hit that point, I'm definitely I'm getting a dildo, <laughs> <laughs> a cod piece, please. Uh, like etchings in the side. Yeah, a Valerian steel dildo. <laughs> You'd have to choose Band like name. a. Oh, that, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So he gets into Marine. Um, I guess several of the. Um, of Daenerys' army, right? Uh, and then just kind of talks to the slaves uh, there and convinces them to take out the masters, hands them a, hands a bunch of weapons over, uh, and just like that, it was done. Uh, yeah. there, there was no battle, that at least that they've showed. Was there something more, was it more of an effort in the book? Uh, uh, I don't remember this too I, well, to be honest. I don't it's, it's, uh, I'm not sure if they did it quite that way. I think like they infiltrated the sewer or something. Yeah. Doesn't she send Ser Jorah and Brent, Brown Ben Plum? Yeah. In? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember being like pretty smooth, been you though. I did that. Like, I remember the this, like, they get Marine, like, without too much craziness. I think that it's, um... The thing to focus on is that she's kind of running a hearts and minds campaign, but is also actually it's it's interesting comparing her to like you know she's got um, she's got her guys being like hey you know try try mercy, and then you got like Tywin like on the other side like trying to teach the other Tommen how to be a good king. So you got all these people like trying to be um, good leaders, and for the you know, we see Daenerys in this occasion maybe make a bad move in not showing mercy. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, clearly um, getting very confident. Yeah. Because she's mm-hmm. won all these cities. She's won all these people to her. But yeah. 
in this instance, it's like she might be exercising bad judgment by not actually listening to her advisors and just being like, well, look at what I've done. And I, they, I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but it might be like the writers are planting seeds of what might come back to bite her in the ass. Yeah, because I, I think earlier she was kind of, um, I guess, receptive to the idea of that, like, you you win a battle or you win a city, you inherit that city's people. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this one, we're kind of seeing that even though she's clearly, like, cool with the slaves, like, the masters, she's, like, messing with them, and they, you know, it's tough. Right, and it's like part of the culture of the city. It's like yeah. the masters just grew up as masters. They had no idea they were being, like, evil or whatever. It's just like... Part of the economy. Part of the economy, part of what they're yeah, born it's, into. It's, it's history. It's a lifestyle. Sure. <laughs> whether it's out of defending slavery, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it's out of vengeance or uh, what she feels is righteous, uh, she does make bad decisions. Yeah, she's she, fourteen. She saved uh, the witch. Uh, I can't That's remember right. Her name. Can't yeah, remember from her name. for Daria, not Daria. What's the? Come on, man. Carl Drogo. Drogo. Carl Drogo. Right. Um, and then that came back to to bite her in the ass, even though she was she under her in her mind doing the right thing, but she was ignoring the. Customs, because they even said, uh, I think it was Jura said, like, look, this is this is just how it's done. This is this is how <laughs> this it is. is. Just how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And it the point where with that is that, uh, yeah, she quote unquote saved her, but you know it was too little, too late. Right. There was a point with that. Yeah, uh, and then with this, uh, who was it? It was Barrison, right? Uh, who she kind of ignores and says uh, sometimes justice is better served or with mercy, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes justice is better answered with justice. Injustice. Injustice is better answered and, with And watching something like this makes me wonder if somebody's ever given me really good advice and I've just been like... Because, like, all right, here's this old, here's this old oh, war hero, like, and he just, like, very, like, nicely, like, comes up. He's like, hey... You might want to think like I've lived a long time on a lot of battles. You might want to maybe think about this. Maybe you shouldn't crucify all the rich yeah, guys. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. do this. And so, it, like, I watched it. And I was like, it seems so surreal. I was like, I wonder if people have been doing that to me my whole life. And I've just been like, Yo, fuck off, old man. I'm doing what I want. I'm no, I'm a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me what to do. Yeah. And I think with with that move, uh, yeah, she's doing what she thinks is is right, um, even though it may come back to bite her in the ass. Um, but like you say, she's going with this hearts and minds idea, uh, and that could have, you know, for some of those people be like, oh shit, like, ooh, um, yeah. you know, even though they may be happy to see that they're like, oh shit, this, this woman, like do, being with her out of fear not to be, yeah. um, you know, what's the alternative? Yeah, I think she's trying to send a message to the other cities in the region. Yeah. This is oh, what wow. happens when Danny comes knocking at your door. Yeah. What would yeah. have happened if she would have kept the masters alive? If she would have had all those rich people walking about with the slaves, she just freed. Oh, they probably would have been killed by the slaves. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we fell down some stairs. Yeah, I, really, yeah, I really, found them uh, like this. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed the sight of the Targaryen banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was, was rad. Awesome. That was very rad. Yeah, yeah very they cool. pull out, and it's uh, what is that statue of? The harpy. The harpy. Yeah. The harpy. The harpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's on a bunch of them. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so all those cities in Slavers Bay. Uh, even though they are independent city states, they're all uh, culturally culturally related because um, they are the remnants of this uh, really ancient um, uh, empire that fell apart. The 
uh, the Giscari Empire yeah. and their um, their uh, god uh, or their deity is this harpy. Yeah. And uh, so even the, so, even though the Giscari Empire is no more, um, that's still their it's culture. Associated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything more to say about uh, Daenerys at this point? Any kind of uh, predictions? Um, so she has Marine now. I guess there's, we're just going to go off to another city. It looks um, like. I mean, I don't. I don't. In the opening credits, we see um, the uh, big sun with all the sigils and stuff like that. I always joke that at the very end of Game of Thrones, what we're going to see is it's just going to pan up further and further and further, and it's just going to be some guy like rolling a d twenty. No, but um, I'm assuming Daenerys has. She started out, if I remember correctly, just being like, well, I have to raise an army because I'm the Targaryen heir, so I'm going to go back to King's Landing and like right the wrongs. But now she's on this sort of like hearts and minds crusade, so she's probably going to go on to the next city. But she's going to have to administrate all these cities. and I mean, I think it's going to be a much bigger story with Daenerys and like the responsibilities that she's taking upon herself with doing this kind of stuff, so... Yeah, she's getting it's a huge. lot of people. And the, I didn't realize, like, some of the stuff in the CG, when they pan out and you see, like, the gigantic pyramid, like, these are big cities. There's yeah. lots of people there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm, is she I'm, leaving well, government I'm, in place? That's the kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 She's a queen. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean, you know? Still, people still got to run the place. This is a, a lot like uh, the reconstruction of the South. I don't know what... They, they haven't really said how she does it here. But in the book, anyway, she um, when they leave Astapor, she leaves uh, freed slaves in charge. And when she leaves Yonkai, uh, she leaves the wise masters in charge, but she has but makes them free all their slaves. Okay. So she she had a little plan. <clears throat> she had something in mind. I'm interested to see. Before it was like Daenerys is like just freedom, and I got dragons, and I'm gonna fuck shit up. Now it's like it looks like it's gonna be a much more complicated story. Yeah. 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 All right. Moving on to uh, King's Landing. Uh, Jamie and Bronn are practicing. Uh, he, he rips off Jamie's hand uh, smacks and him smacks him with his own his own golden hand. Uh, and then they had a quick um, quick discussion again. Another quick discussion <laughs> about uh, uh, who killed Joffrey. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. I didn't see who asked. Who was the first person to ask? Do you think he did it? Was it Braun asking Jamie or Jamie asking Braun? Jamie asked. Jamie asked Braun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah asked, okay. Yeah. Because then he says uh, he's not the poisoning type or the killing type, for that matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that was the the quick bit with them. Is there anything missing there? Oh, he, um, uh, I think Bronn, um, illustrates to Jamie how much faith Tyrion has in him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could he was his champion first. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you would have rode day and night to go fight for him. Right. Because he yeah. says, did you, have you even visited him yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I actually have it here. I couldn't even read my own writing. That makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> but he says, yeah, Jamie is, uh, Jamie was his first choice when he was, uh, battling for his life, uh, Lysa, um, and because he knew you would, yeah, he knew you'd run uh, day or night, day and night to get to him. Yeah. Will you fight for him now? Run so far away. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that they're still using that actor and the character Bron because I don't know, I enjoy him. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And you guys said in the books he's not that prominent, or at least no, in this he role. sort of he sort of kind of uh, shifts into more of a background role here. And uh, this role was uh, Payne. Yeah, it was Ilan Payne. Yeah, but you you can see how useful like having a character like Bronn that where well, it's yeah. it's almost like um because like in a book you can have people just think things and remember things. But sometimes, like you want to, like you don't want to see in between two major characters, you but you need somebody to have a conversation to kind of balance yeah, it. Yeah, so Alan Payne doesn't have a tongue. Yeah, yeah, and this guy's like working class. Like I remember, if I may, yeah, listening to right. uh, last year's uh, Stargrave and Med podcast, Ooh, quoting our own podcast. Yeah, I am. I'm quoting Mexican podcast Inception. Um, <laughs> um, the fact that when um, Brienne is trying to take Jamie to King's Landing, and they run into that farmer who's carrying bushels of hay or something like that. And he just gives that squint, and Jamie's like, he, he recognized me. Like, the working class of, of what is this, Middle Earth, uh, Westeros, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wouldn't have even known what a lot of the upper class people look like. So it is two different worlds to get that sort of lower class and high class sort of perspective. When they collide, it's really, I don't know, I like it. I, like yeah. it. I think Bronn, in a lot of ways, kind of, and a lot of ways kind of represents the viewer's perspective, almost. Because he has this yeah. really... He yeah, is really like kind of sanded like it is, mm-hmm. really uh, putting things really straight and plainly. And he's got to pay bills. Yeah, he needs he's to make money. Pay the fucking yeah. bills. Yeah, he is a real likable character, um, <laughs> and he's just there to there to serve, and he just fills those fills those little roles in really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm hoping that the writers don't do something more with him and just make him. Yeah, They're going to castrate like him si- and then take his right hand. Yeah, show like another side of uh, a brawn. Uh, where he does something where you're like, oh man, no, I can't like him. Um, the reason that they, in the book, that they had Ilan Payne, um, was it just, was it, was he chosen just so he couldn't say anything about Yeah, Jamie want Jamie doesn't want, uh, the person who's training with him to be able to tell anybody that Jamie can't fight. Okay. I guess... Pain can't write or anything either. <laughs> oh, that'd be I awesome! Not, One yeah. more teaching scene. Fuck, David. Fuck. Deal with uh, it. Uh, Cersei and Jamie scene, um, where Cersei is wondering why Catelyn set him free. Um, and like, what'd you fuck her too? Come on. <laughs> Did you get that from that? I didn't get no, that from that. Is there anything more to that? Um, she's saying that you kind of swore to the enemy. You swore to the gods for the enemy. Um, was it just to get... And he says, well, I just kind of said it. It was just, you know, just saying it. Just to get back to you. Um, and we find out a little later that he... We're kind of seeing these just like... these. Not, I, wouldn't, I, don't, I, think, I don't think vacillation is the right word for Cersei's character, but we're seeing like in these two interactions with uh, Jamie and what I, I mean, the one where she talks about how he left her, and then this one, we're seeing how kind of wild she's getting in her. I mean, and Jamie is drunk? this person. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, but you know, Jamie's this, the person that she can trust the most, and all that stuff, and she is just like. Just out of control and like what she's saying and what she's accusing people of and like, we're so we're seeing uh, Cersei's grip on just like normalcy. I guess not normalcy, but you know reality. 
Did you see any... Uh, based on one of the scene we saw last week with him kind of forcing himself on her, at least the way that it appeared in the uh, to viewers, uh, I yeah. guess maybe wasn't supposed to read that way. Yeah. Did you see anything in this scene that kind of carried over as far as her behavior or his behavior? No, I think it. I mean, maybe that was just the editing of the of the rape scene, but it seemed like <laughs> she didn't really mind, like she wasn't really affected by it. Yeah. Well, she did reject him at the end. She was like. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she didn't call him. She didn't call him brother. She didn't call him lover. Well, when he (laughs) entered, didn't he call her uh, your grace? Your grace. Yeah, Yeah. and she even says like your grace. Well, that's uh, that's kind of uh, kind of fancy. If I may venture an opinion, yeah, I think she's losing. Keep asking permission. (laughs) I want to say something. Just fucking say it. I still feel like I'm listening to the podcast (laughs) in the room. So didn't you ask permission when you're? (laughs) <laughs> just every time, every time he has a point to make, he just pauses the podcast. Just pause it. Hey, listen, these guys are funny. These guys are funny. If, if I may, uh, um, <laughs> uh, I, I fuck you guys. <laughs> God damn it! I, I haven't said anything. Remember what I was uh, going to say now. Um, I think uh, Cersei's losing it a little bit. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, she starts off. She's making like, she, "Will you go and find Sansa and give me her head?" And oh, yeah. it's like that sounds a little nuts. And she does start off with saying, "Your grace," and then ends it with, "That's all." A lot King of people the... want it, want Sansa's head. Yeah, especially little <laughs> word. Bang, zoom, and curve <laughs> hell. We tip your waitresses. <laughs> make a hand vagina with me. <laughs> They're making hand vaginas. Okay, so let's no, we describe don't have to this. Really... It's for the, uh, we did. Hey guys, that was gross. Uh, uh, Andrew's taking his shirt off now. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. That's for when the kids go to bed. Andrew, don't make love to the hands. Alright, so Tommen uh, is in bed and Sir Pounce, uh, he thinks Sir Pounce is kind of scurrying around. Uh, turns out to be uh, Marjorie coming in to say hello. There's a sexy lady in she my just, bed. She's coming in to say hello. Uh, and I actually have Sir Pants uh, in my notes. Sir Pants. Sir Pants. Uh, and why what, what do you be, get from Why this? would it be Sir Pants? <laughs> why would it be Sir Pants? Because <laughs> he's a young kid. Mr. Pants! <laughs> well, in Mike's defense, the, one of the Starkists did name one of the direwolves Shaggy Dog, which isn't the most uh, yeah, poetic name. Four. Yeah, I know it's not poetic, but it makes some sense. Okay. <laughs> he is a shaggy dog. Maybe the bottom half of the cat was uh, white and the top was black. So, and, and one of the, the other cats, one of the other kids, hands hands boots. something boots. That's a really common cat. That name. is a really yeah. common cat name because when their feet are a different color than the rest well, maybe, of the body. Maybe he named the boots one first. And boots, said, hey, pants, hey, jacket, hey, hat. What, what do you want to name the other one? <laughs> but here's the uh, point: is that it's not named pants. Let's move on. Uh, okay. We're, That's we're your a silly point. Sir Candle. George Glass. <laughs> We're arguing a silly point. When has that ever strapped us before? Yeah. Uh, okay. Very, so, very what do you get from the conversation? Uh, what well, conversation with? Uh, well, George Glass is from the show Brady Bunch. And right. Then um, oh, well, I've never seen the show. I've seen a very. What Brady I got sequel. from this conversation is that Natalie Dormer is a very beautiful woman, but I never noticed how far apart her. Oh, I've noticed that. She's, that she's, got, she's, she's like a like like two inches between the ET eyebrows. Thing going on. Yeah. She's like, like a, yeah, like she's a, like a, like a, like a, like an antelope. Fish. <laughs> I don't know, like I, I, I kind of oscillate between her and Missendi. 
What, which one? You want to bang? Whose eyes are further apart? No. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's their eyes are further apart? (laughs) Who's the hottest chick on the show? Oh, my God. Who's the most bangable? Is it between the two of them and Egret? Egret's too skinny. She was lit lit really well in this scene. Egret's too skinny. I like, like, face nice, but... Face Face, nice, body, not enough nice, meat. Uh, nice internet standards, Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah, too, yeah, for right. me, I'd probably elbows sharp, sharp knees, po- elbows sharp, too pointy, sharp knees, clearly photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> probably say my Sandy. Is it my Sandy or my Sandy? My Sandy. All right, my pants. Pants Sandy. Pants Sandy. Pants. All right, so. What do we get from this, uh, uh, that she's just doing exactly what Alana she's says? Just, she's just singing her claws yeah. into, into mm-hmm. Tommen. Uh, and but he she has ha- no she problem can't, with it. She can't do it the same way with Joffrey because he is still pretty much a little boy. So she can't be like, ooh, let's have sexy courtship together. Are it's like, I'm going to be Tommen would have given her that work if well, he had <laughs> It didn't go that way with the writing. I thought it might have, but it didn't. It was more... I think they're trying uh, to keep it kind of innocent. Yeah, they're trying to keep it Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it's like Padme and Anakin. She's like, oh... Yeah, but you that's know, you know that if you know that if somebody smart had been writing those movies, <laughs> uh, Jake Lloyd's dad was reading that script for him, saw that he got to be Natalie Portman's boyfriend in it, and was like, "Go for it!" <laughs> and then, oh, another, and then Jake Lloyd came back from the last day on set, and he was just like, "Dad, smell my finger." Ew. Oh! <laughs> I just made Mike laugh. <laughs> no small feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're back. Yeah. Now Game of Thrones. Back. Now we're back. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Uh, so we go to the King's Guard book, uh, where last we saw the book, it was yeah. blank, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and just uh, high Joffrey was getting on his case, getting on Jamie's case about it, saying, "What are you going to put in there? You know, you get your hand, got your hand." Um, and so he, what does he end up writing in this, in this book for himself? Pretty, none, yeah. none of the good stuff that you want, like he, like I saved Brienne of Tarth, I did this right. Yeah, thing. he wrote everything up to, uh, Kingslayer. The Roberts Rebellion. Did he mention that his hand was chopped off? No. Or that he has one hand? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Um, and so they do that, and he gives... <laughs> Uh, was it his sword? Yeah, yeah. the Valyrian still sword Tywin had been yeah. um, to to Bree. Uh, oh wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he gives her armor, and then there's one other thing. His dick. Pod. Podrick. Um, his dick. His, his Podrick. He didn't give her his dick, dick, Mallory. But he gave. But he gave her Podrick, which is. And Podrick has dick enough for, like, for all the yeah. Westeros. <laughs> yeah. Did like Cersei kind of remind Jamie of his oath to Catelyn? Like it kind of seemed he was like, oh right, that's right. I'm supposed to look out for Sansa. Let me take care of him. Return the now. daughters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he I think he's hearing how uh how serious Cersei is about having Sansa killed. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a conversation maybe in the first episode. Uh, between Bree and Jamie, where they were kind of discussing 
uh, how safe Sansa was there, and we saw Bree was kind of concerned with it. Yeah. Uh, and Jamie at the time was just like, yeah. Um, so guy? yeah, I think the conversation, um, that conversation stuck in his head, and then also the one with with Cersei, um, and then just I think dealing with Bree, she's just such a <clears throat> loyal, honorable figure in the middle of uh, all of that gray. She doesn't belong in King's Landing. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Uh, so she is sent by uh, Jamie to, I guess, find and protect Sansa. But then what? I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so for you guys, yeah. let's say she actually does find Sansa. Well, first of all, do you think she's going to find Sansa? No. No fucking way. Ooh. In Westeros, in this country that's still at war technically mm-hmm. with everybody killing each other and like god no in the the universe that george R. R. martin depicts that's cruel barbaric pagan like i don't see her standing a chance no gps no gps nothing yeah dude you got two bars i got no bars no bars <laughs> well, None. Ooh. uh <laughs> what about you have uh they're 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 going to the the veil yeah I right mean, that's where catlin was going when catlin that's wanted. where catlin was going uh, Does Brienne have also... any idea of what's going on? Because there's a whole thing about the transfer of information in this. Like, where we, you guys mention this all the time. Like, you had the ravens that would send the scrolls and stuff like that. But like, you just didn't know what was happening. Like, even um, when we talk about the Boltons and stuff like that. Like, is that what's going on down there? I didn't know that they'd taken that. Like, sometimes people are always in the dark about these yeah. things. Like, I don't. It takes a little while. It takes a little while like, to get word about yeah. what, what's yeah, going on. What's the crack? Tell me what's they happening. They riddles about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say that uh, you have... The... Guess oh. who died. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You have... It's going to take a week to get a straight answer. <laughs> you have Lysa in the veil where Sansa is heading. Uh, and now where Bree is headed. Who knows that? Uh, and, and where Arya is. And where Arya, that's what I'm trying to get to. Uh, where Arya and the Hound are are going. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's that would be what I would think would, would happen, is that she would meet <clears throat> the Hound, but it would maybe be... That Brienne would meet the Hound? Yes. She would meet the Hound. And they're going to fight. No, if she's got, like... She's got... Uh, what's the name of the squire? Podrick? Podrick. Podrick. She's got Podrick... Uh, She's got some kind of like authority to get there. Like you can't fuck with me. Like then she could do it. She's got that badass she, armor. She got the badass armor. But Valyrian steel. She is. She is still a woman, and yeah. people aren't going to take her seriously. Yeah, uh, I don't think that they would. This is just a, a very loose prediction uh, that they would that they would meet uh, somewhere. Um, but I don't think Arya is going to be there. I think she's going to escape the Hound before that would happen uh, because that, that would be too good for her. Well, not Arya and the Hound are kind of on equal footing. Right. She, she's not necessarily trying to get away. Yeah, but if Podrick's there, he's definitely going to recognize the Hound as a... Uh, don't like this guy. As a deserter. Let's go I don't think Podrick would be like, oh, he's a deserter. <laughs> Podrick's he's pretty cool. He, uh, he would recognize him You're as play a little bit smarter. Also, I, don't, I also feel he like Podrick say it to himself in his head. Yeah, I also feel like Podrick wouldn't give a shit. I don't think he yeah. would blame he's like, him oh, hey, you. It, you know what I mean? Padre's trying to be like, hey, no, I don't think you he... jerk, you betrayed Jasper. No, absolutely not. You blackguard. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm saying he would recognize him Calm as such. Calm down, and Mike. Maybe, yeah. Mike, that temper, I will, Mike. I will knock this table right over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, if there's one thing I learned after watching three seasons of this show is that I, I, I have my expectations in place already, but I'm checking them. Yeah. My hope and everything I want for these characters. So who knows what they're going to do with, with wh where Brienne is going to go after this. But I'm sure she's going to go looking for Sansa in all earnestness. Uh, I, I still hope that Brienne kind of gets sidetracked or maybe taken uh, on her way to the Vale. What, so she has uh, to get saved by you, Jamie again? Please. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> every time I try to uh, say something, someone butts in. Um, but uh, I think she's... I, I'm still hoping uh, from the last year that she takes out Frey. Oh, my Walder Frey. God. Uh, I forgot where are the about twins that. in relation to the Vale? Uh, pretty uh, far south and west. So that's... Uh, where's King's Landing? Like like she's got to go. She's got to go north, and it would. She'd be. She'd be sidetracking pretty far west to okay. go to, to go right. twins. So that's unlikely, but not <laughs> not completely. Uh, I want to see something happen to Walter Frey. Ah, oh, sure. Something just awful. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Uh, uh, no, before we get to that, let's watch, let's do winners and losers. Before you get, oh, yeah. you want to do winners and losers yeah, now? Let's, yeah. All right. Let's new segment on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> new segment on the podcast. <laughs> and we're back with the man in the box. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to okay. it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so without, without like uh, making too much of a discussion, because we do have some stuff to talk about with Night's Watch. Um, who does everybody think, and I'll give you Jess and Kate's answers too, uh, who do you think was the big winner tonight, and who is the big loser tonight? Do we uh, justify it all, or just... You don't have to... Yeah, you justify a little bit. Summarize. But, okay. Let's try not to... Let's not make it an hour uh, conversation. Sweet new outfit, Valyrian steel sword, Brianna Tarth winner. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Danny had a lot of wins in this episode. No, hold on. Who's the big loser, Dave? Oh, oh big loser? <laughs> uh... Creepy guy stroking her face, uh, uncertain future, Sansa Stark. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, Danny with her big ass Targaryen banner that looks pretty awesome, and uh, her just taking charge and getting shit done. Mm -hmm. She's definitely a winner. And loser, I would also say Sansa. Um, but I think Jamie is kind of losing in this episode too because he's he's kind of uh, at the will of other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amy. Um, Daenerys revenging the children. Uh, losers. Is it a tie between Bran and um, every like flesh person, human person, like, <laughs> ice people? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was pretty scary. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm gonna corroborate you on that, but I do have uh, my own thoughts about that. The big winner for me would be um, the Tyrells. If you just talk about Westeros, yeah, they seem to be playing things really well. And the losers would be, uh, yeah, Bran, Rickon, and uh, Jojen Reed. Can I jump in, actually? Because I want to change yeah, my Why not? I'm about to talk. Well, no, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm giving you a chance. Chill out. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm changing my loser to uh, Craster's wives. Oh, uh, yeah. It was tough. So it's tough to watch. Yeah. All right, Mike. Oh, my, no, wait. My loser would be Cersei. I think she's going to start cutting off her nose to spite her face. It's not looking good for her. Like a brother. Like a brother. Mike, would you please? Uh, yeah, Mike, yes. why don't you talk, please, man? Come on. We want you to uh, talk. For the winner, uh, hey, look at that definitely going to say <laughs> Brienne. Uh, new, like, like David said, 
uh, New Dreads, New Peace, and uh, uh, She Got a Squire. Uh, for the losers, uh, definitely Bran uh, and the uh, uh, Jojen Reed, Mira, and definitely Hodor. I mean, if we're being specific, oh, Hodor for sure. My heart. Yeah, um, which we'll talk about in a in a sec. What, what about you, yeah, Andrew? For, for me, a big loser, definitely Bran, Hodor, and the gang. Uh, Bran and the gang, Bran and friends. Uh, friends. <laughs> uh, big winner. Um, hmm. I'll agree. Uh, I'll, I'll agree that it's, uh, that's Danny. Uh, Danny has conquered another city. I think mean, it's a it's a big W. Uh, let's get uh, Jess Jessica Ross via text says Brienne winner because she got a new <laughs> BFF and sweet new outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Loser Craster baby because oh, he's a white walk. Cause, well, lo- this is exactly how it's phrased. <laughs> Loser Craster baby because he a White Walker now. <laughs> <laughs> and Caitlin said a lot actually, but I'll I'll okay, Kate uh, first and foremost, uh, it has been well established that Kate's favorite character is the Hound, and uh, she wanted me to say, "I am the Hound. I am better than." Uh, <laughs> I am the hound. I am the best character on the show. I am better than the salami and the bologna combined. <laughs> um, it's from Wacky Deli. So she replaced the cheese with the hound. Uh, this is her new favorite duo is Brienne and Podrick. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Her winner is uh, Brienne. Brienne got Oathbreaker, Oathkeeper. And she said Oathbreaker, but she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's the opposite. <laughs> That's the opposite, so you jackass. Bri- 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 she's not going to appreciate you saying that. Oh, you we're talking idiot. about Kate? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Jess. Sorry, Kate. Brienne got Oathkeeper and Podrick and New Armor. Podrick got Tyrion and Max. <laughs> and, I, and this is Kate, and she says, and I'm the big winner because that was so cute. Um, <laughs> it says, Sansa is my shining star. Yeah. Patrick here and Brienne. No, I take it back. I love the hound. <laughs> and, uh, I said, big loser. And she said, loser is Cersei. No, Hodor. That was sad. Yeah. I hope Hodor, get, Hodor gets to pick flowers when all is said and done in a peaceful field. Aww. With no pants. Or with Sir Pants. <laughs> the cat. Yes. Then she asked if I said her hilarious hound thing in the wacky deli voice, and I said, "Yeah." Yes. <laughs> Read us more text messages. Yes, I just did. I apologize, Kate. That was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because everything you say has this really um, cutting, cutting, uh, uh, a, a genuineness to it. Like, you really didn't mean to call him Jack. No. Never. <laughs> I would not. I've uh, never known you to be a joking man. So. <laughs> My barback never has bits up. <laughs> I never do. Never do. Except when I'm teaching a class at the Philly Improv. That oh, gets real. Yeah. All right. Uh, ready to move on to our final uh, storyline, mm-hmm. Night's Watch? Let's, let's bust through let's it. Bust yeah. through it. Uh, so we go to the Night's Watch. Uh, there's some wilding training taking place. Uh, specific wilding training. Uh, wilding fighting. Training, wilding, yeah. yeah, wilding fighting training. If they're not training them to be wildlings, it's a good distinction. Um, and. Fuck like a wild. 
Kick rocks, kid. Kick <laughs> rocks. <laughs> Time for bed. And during this training, who appears? Locke. Uh, sent by Bolton, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, by Bruce Bolton. That's to... his real name. I don't remember I don't, I don't think this, this character answer. doesn't... Um... Yeah, his name, the characters in the show, yeah, his name's Locke. They don't address him as that, but he's Bill, like Locke, played by... No, he's referred to as Locke. Brienne refers to him as Locke at yeah. one point, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Locke is there, uh, sent by Bruce Bolton, uh, kind of trying to find Jon Snow, uh, and then just kind of attaches himself to Jon throughout the uh, throughout the episode. Um, you have the acting Lord Commander. What's his name again? Uh, Alice or Thorn. Thorn. You tell me like every week. Um, who is just uh, reminding John that you know, before this whole thing, you were a steward, so go change a... He still is a steward. And it, yeah, you, you were a steward, so let's not forget that. Um, you go clean out my shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the former... <laughs> I remember everybody by what they were. Uh, the former City Watch guy. Uh, Janos Slint. Slint. Uh, encourages uh, him to... Allow John to uh, raid the Raidcrasters Keep, kill the mutineers, uh, and before that, they're actually talking about, uh, or actually with that, they're talking about where Bran could possibly be, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of pin him possibly at or around Craster's Keep. Uh, so then he gets to go there. Um, so before we even move on from that, um, because he he has permission to go, do you guys who haven't read the books? think that they're actually going to meet up. John and Bran? Yeah. I was kind of waiting for it at the end of the episode tonight. I was like, really nice thinking. Come on, something. (laughs) I was like... Wait, Isn't there a meme? There's something on like Imgur or something like we are never having yeah. a family reunion. Yeah. Like all the stars. No, it's we are never ever ever getting back together. Right, and it's every <laughs> single picture of the stars from like season one. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. when Robert comes to visit Winterfell. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, I was. It's like I've been conditioned enough now to know to not expect anything good to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it to happen. I was like, you know, it'd be cool. They'd always just miss each other. Like, he'd be in some windmill tower, and they'd be yeah. fighting outside. Well, where are the two direwolves now? They're, they're kind of, like, probably sniffling between the bars now. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll <laughs> yeah. figure something out. <laughs> Chew through them. Um, <laughs> let me say, because you uh, you put the uh, the caveat in there, those of you who have not read the books, um, almost the entire second half of the show, like, as soon as they get to... and Like, a lot of before that, but as soon as they get to um, to the wall here, all of this... Is completely new to, okay. uh, yeah. to book readers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this sure. whole storyline is 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 new for the show. Okay. It does not. This storyline does yeah. not exist. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure because so a lot like, of the branch. So we're we're we're, we're, really we're, we're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Guys for this. So let me ask you this question though, for the guys that did read the books for you, Andrew. Yeah. Um, if he may, if I may, please. <laughs> Can I interrupt, guys? Please. I know the yeah. show is going on. Yeah. Everything. I'm interrupting <laughs> the show. Um, do you, how, as someone that's read the books, like, do you, are you like, this is cool, what they're doing? Yeah. 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 So I re- cool. I really, I'm really into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excellent. But it makes, I don't know if this gives, but this makes me think that John and Bran are not going to see each other. Because don't you think that would be too much? Yeah, it would be. It'd be, uh, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, it would be. But um, I'm really curious to see how they're going to get out of this jam. Yeah. <laughs> how are they going to get out of this jam? I kept being like, warg into something. Warg into a tree and make it fall or, or something, you know? Or are you yeah. thinking the writers, how are they going to get out of this jam? I'm thinking the characters. Okay. How are they going to get out of this jam? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, We're in a tight as, spot. As soon as, I, as, soon as we saw Ghost in the cage, that was uh, very interesting to see. And um, because in the book, there's points where Ghost is just gone for a while, and John's like, I'm sure yeah. he's okay, but he's been gone for a while. Yeah, we hadn't <laughs> seen him since they went over the wall, right? Ghost? No, no, he was um, he was there in the first episode of season three. I knew we're... No, since they, they went... Uh, oh, since John, yeah, since John went Oh, no, no, we haven't seen him since. Sorry, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything else uh, about that? Mm-mm. No? Bran is... I don't think they're going to see oh. each other. But I also... Yeah, I don't, uh, speaking of the gem, I don't know how they're going to get out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he needs Hodor. A, did anybody catch that the character's name, the guy who's like has set himself up as uh, as uh, the leader yeah. of these mutineers? Did anybody catch his character's name? I, I did not. I didn't. I know the actor, Willem though. Defoe. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Young Willem Dafoe with... Thick black hair. Yeah. Defoe. I yeah. don't remember what they say, but they make it a point to remind the viewers exactly who, who he was. was. And I just, yeah. did, I just didn't. Yeah, because they say he's the one that uh, exposition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> put the knife through Craster's yeah, chin. Yeah, yeah, or through yeah. Mormont's chin. Yeah. Just oh yeah. It. Speaking yeah. of that, let's because uh, we cut right to it anyway. Um, he, we go to Craster's uh, with the with the mutineers after. Um, uh, after a quick scene with John getting the permission and gathering up volunteers uh, in a very slow, very kind of overdone um, <laughs> sort of sort of He's thing, so but it, it's it's fine. Yeah, um, it just seemed odd. It was to a me. classic. Who's with me? Scene. It was a classic. Yeah. Who's with me? But I think that it I'm didn't like quite a little fit. Drawn out, yeah. yeah, it didn't quite fit because we we know that everybody's behind behind John and with him. Yeah, Maybe it was just well, out of hold fear. on, hold on. Yeah, uh, the slowness is is important because. Yeah, they're with John, but it is so absolutely terrifying the prospect of going, going back, that. especially okay. for Gran and Ed, who just came back it's two from BFFs. there. Yeah, uh, right. Jesus, like they're because they know what's there now. Yeah, yeah. all right, I can give I this can... psycho that really it, likes to fight and is yeah. good at it if we believe what he's telling. Yeah, you. and you have they know they know, they know they know you know who's who's at Craster's. And they know what else is in right. the north beyond the wall. Right. Because Sam's there. All right, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, they, they saw the White Walkers. Yeah. So, you know, so they yeah, know yeah, that yeah. they're there. Got they it. know that this gigantic wildling army is, is yeah. out there, too. Uh, they say 60 miles in the in the show. How long would that take them to get up there? 60 miles. Uh, well, Three days ride. A person, a, person, yeah, a person can walk about three miles. In, uh, about, like... Three miles, Three miles an hour, an hour, an hour yeah. Like a... What about a horse? I'm going on horses, right? They, yeah, I guess if there's a few of them, they would have horses, but you know, we don't know. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> a while. Uh, it's pretty great Lord of the Rings reference that I stick in. Yeah. Yeah. I would say three days. Hopefully, now. someone on the podcast catches it. Take what? What was it? Um, what was the reference? Yeah, uh, three days ride as the Nazgul flies. Oh, this Lord of the Rings. The yeah. flies. Yeah. Enough yeah. Lord of the Rings references. There is one right right there for you. Mm. Uh, oh, and then they are drinking out of uh, 
Sir Jorah Mormont's, not Jorah Mormont's, um, Lord Jor, Lord Commander Jor Mormont's, Mormont's yeah. skull, which does not make a good cover. Well, in fact, the prop designer for this episode said it was based on the skull of um, Marlon Brando from Apocalypse Now. No, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, based on a human skull, I guess. <laughs> you suppose that was James Cosmo's real skull? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I haven't seen I the heard, actor in I know that if you so die so. in a dream, you die in murder. So I assume if you die on a television show. Yeah, yeah that's why Richard Madden hasn't done anything. <laughs> yeah. I also heard it's bad to see your own face in, your, in, a, in a dream. Oh, you go blind. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you see your own face in a dream, you go blind. I'm getting really creeped out. <laughs> What did I just... I just saw that in a movie I just watched. Uh, watch it on Netflix. I think it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, uh, Audible.com okay, yeah. slash Stargirl Mad Podcast. Slash Netflix. Uh, <laughs> Odd Thomas uh, is available on Netflix. Check it out. Um, all, all the... Every time they showed the baby, yeah. like oh. after Rass leaves in the woods, so fucking hard to watch. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's really. We were a couple different Really, really upset. That first... The first baby that you saw was like... Two weeks old. It was a new baby. Yeah. That was a super new baby. And I'm wondering if that baby has an IMDb page. Probably. Is that a th- do you have to do that? Do you have to register uh, as a baby? I don't know. I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm hoping that's true. That there's babies who have to join. <laughs> that babies have to join <laughs> say. Imagine like a, uh, an agent chomping on a cigar, like talking <laughs> to a bassinet. We're gonna get you parts, baby. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Cha ching. You'll have mountains of vita biscuits. <laughs> uh, yeah, it takes the baby to the woods. Well, we see Cre- the the last son of Craster. Um, and the 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 women, the the wives, Craster's wives, start. Uh, what were they saying? Give to the gods. Give to the gods. And what's his face? Whoever it was, the what? You know, the one who uh, put his knife up in, in Mormont's bad throat. Yeah, let's call him bad yeah. guy for right now. Bad so guy. Yeah. Bad man. Uh, Post on our wall on Facebook if you know that character's name, if you caught it. He's, he's recognizable. Or email us or send us on He the played hashtag. the character Gaza in um, the Daniel Craig film that I'm drawing a blank on. I, I go go on his IMDb and see what his credit is for, um, for this. Whoever's got access. Um, takes baby to the woods. Layer and cake. Yeah. Layer cake. Was the Daniel Craig movie? Uh, sorry. <laughs> um... Takes baby to the woods uh, and he leaves it, and it is—it is kind of really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's walking back, and we see that they've caught ghost. Ghost is there, um, and I don't know what that says. Um, oh, the, the water! Yeah, the, there's like crows or uh, that are kind of um, whatever this calling. Is that mm-hmm. what crows do? Uh, and we hear the baby crying, and then. Everything just starts getting real cold. The water that he just poured out Finch in front of snow Carl. starts freezing. Carl? She says him as Carl. Hmm. That's too simple. Carl with a C or a K? K. Okay, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like C-A-R-Y-L-E? Of course. <laughs> C-A-R-Y-L? Was, was Rast drinking water? Or was he, he was probably drinking some kind of liquor, which would make it really scary that it froze. Yeah. Was yeah. it gin? It's the first time I've heard gin mentioned in the show. I didn't make, I didn't think they made gin. The dude's from Gin Alley. Yeah. Uh, did it? Did it seem like it? The we saw the water freeze, but did the air and everything else get cold too? 
Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean it to sound like as dumb a question as it sounds like. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because well, because then it's just the snow. Then there's snow. And okay. then he's like, oh, shit, the water. <laughs> Carl, Carl Tanner. Apparently is his last name. Oh, Tanner, that makes yeah. sense. From the San Francisco area. Shut the fuck up. Like my mark. Leave the hall. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah ooh, ooh. Well, and and the uh and the and the White Walker, uh HQ scene. Oh my god! Oh man! Fucking dynamite! Awesome! It's so cool! Like... And the, them lining up at the end. Oh, okay, That's so let so me just put this to you. You guys clearly read the books. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what that is, or is this a deviation? Nope. No. Nope. This is just this is, yeah, this is territory. Yeah. Shit. Uh, we never seen meeting of the White Walker. So the the White Walker takes the baby, and they have this uh, sort of ceremonial uh, altar, uh, and he takes the baby, put it, puts it on the altar, and and by the way, the, one of the images it it appears uh, in Bran's vision, uh, the vision that he has. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's uh, right. Yeah. You, there's there's a really quick frame uh, because I broke it down and I teased it on another podcast that we did and never actually talked about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh. in the vision, uh, you have the face. Uh, there's like a uh, uh, a face of that king. It would appears to be a king white yeah, he's walker. Got he's horns. got like little little crown crown around him. Um, face of a walker, I have crown, horns, um, and then in that vision is underscored, or underscored, under that vision is Cersei saying he saw us, um, which is just Bran falling, Mm -hmm. um, and then they actually show Bran falling, and right after that in the vision they show the shadow of a dragon, uh, flying over King's Landing, Mm -hmm. which could be past or it could be present, Mm -hmm. or it could be future, uh, well, it's not present. It's either past or future, because uh, it's not happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they they show Bran falling again, um, which I, I thought was thought was odd. Uh, but back to the points. What we saw tonight uh, was in Bran's vision, and there's Arya, the cat downstairs, and she's got her little ring. Her precious. Um, <laughs> And then, anything to say more about that? Although there was the brand thing there as well, um, which is pretty significant. Well, um, just that that there's a larger story beyond just the political gamesmanship of what's going on in King's Landing. Yeah, all their squabbling. And then yeah. this prophetic nature of what of these visions and everything else that extends almost beyond the borders of the map are sort of beginning to push in on the story. Yeah. Which is why it's so good. Yeah, uh, we have Melisandre, who is sending... Uh, uh, everybody with uh, with Stannis up that way, um, so she could also they could also be the ones to reach Bran uh, before. Uh, yeah, and and that's the, another thing that these people they think they're acting out of like desire for power, self interest, or advantage. That it's almost as though it's a story that's been written, but like, they're playing into this thing that's much bigger than than they even know. So yeah. big, so yeah. good. Uh, Melisandre even says something like that, doesn't she? Like the the war yeah, of five kings means nothing. nothing. The yeah. real war is up north. It's to the north. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. 
So then we there's crying from the baby, and uh, we cut to Bran and Hodor. Uh, so the and we hear the crying where they are. So they we know they're very close to that. Um, Bran wargs into Summer. Is that the one he? Yeah, with? yeah. What's the yeah. dire uh, name? Yeah. Wargs into Summer uh, and then gets caught. Um, I think he can only work. I don't know. I guess. I thought Wargs doesn't really warg into yeah. Hodor, right? right. Yeah. Huh. But I think it would be a, more of a stretch for him to work in a ghost, because like. Well, he, at the time, he didn't even know Ghost was uh was over there. Yeah, it's not clear the extent of what Bran's capable of yet. Clearly, he's got this uh, innate power that he doesn't quite know how to understand. Like, yeah, but he's doing yet. it. He's doing it more and more. He's yeah. doing it more and more. He's getting a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. And for long periods of time. I was really hoping he would do it in this episode to somebody that would had some sort of a cudgel or Ooh, axe or that's knife. That's, we'll there you go. Mm-hmm. That's another uh, uh, good way to... Because all they know is that there. he's a crippled noble kid. They don't know that he has this sort of preternatural ability yeah, to get into things. Yeah, it's not like he things. could just... When, mm-hmm. uh, when the bad guy had his knife up to Mira's neck, it's not mm-hmm. like he could just do it in front of everybody. Yeah. I know, wanted him to do those. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's a that's a real good good way for them to get out of there, which uh, could avoid any because he doesn't know necessarily know John's coming. He doesn't know Stannis is up that way. Well, he's going to uh, observe guard patterns and behaviors and work yeah. into somebody. Pretend yep. to be in for a little bit. Has, has Stannis, <laughs> wait, has, Stannis yeah. hasn't started moving yet. Uh, I don't think so. Didn't see it. Stannis, someone said on the last podcast you guys did Stannis was total grumpy cat. That was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Yep. Uh, I think it was Jess. Was it? I think so. Santa's a straight up grumpy cat. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like her. Yeah. Uh, Mira gets caught. Bran gets caught. Well, they all get caught. They all get uh, caught. They all get rounded up and taken to a yeah. uh, bad man. <laughs> yeah. Carl. Carl, Carl with a K. K. Carl, Carl Tanner. Carl with a K. Carl. Carl. Uh, from Family Matters. Carl. Yeah. We're, 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 yeah. Walking Dead. Carl. Um. And then they go to the the White Walker uh, altar, mm-hmm. um, where the White Walker King ish mm-hmm. person thing puts a baby on, and that was the end of the episode. Baloney baby. Now, what right? did you yeah. guys think was going to? Oh happen? yeah, they touched him. I had no what idea. Did you think was gonna, I was like, is there going to be blood all of a sudden? Like, They're going to eat this well, thing. I what? what all, I thought that's what was going to happen. I think yeah. that's what we all assumed is that when Crasser's babies were sacrificed, they like sucked the lifeblood out of them and just like chucked them against a tree. Yeah. I did. This was very different. Uh, I, I, I didn't work. <laughs> I, I also have another question. Stop kicking the table. Sorry, I gotta seen, get my legs. We've seen dead people Can't rise. Get my legs right. As, yeah. We've seen dead people rise as whites. Now we see that the babies are also given this power. I wonder if there's a hierarchy of whites. If it's like highborn and lowborn. If like if the babies are more read. special, or if they just stay white babies, that would be. So it's like Blade. Oh. It's like Blade with Wesley Snipes. It's like I was a vampire from birth. You were merely turned. There's uh, there's difference. <laughs> there's difference between whites and white walkers. Oh. Um. Uh. And this is just a confusing thing, brought about by the fact that the show calls them white walkers. Yeah. Uh. ITB. They're called just. They're just called others. Right. It's called the others and um. And those are those are like the ice demons, or the others are the white walkers, and um, the, the undead are called whites. W i g h t. Oh, like Tolkien's whites. Yeah. yeah. 
like reanimated corpses. So whites are walking dead guys, and uh, white walkers are these ice demons. It is, yeah. But they never called them whites in the uh, in the show. So mm. you know, I've read the books, and I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just like it. Yeah, well, so it's good to have. I don't know what to say. Say to that. I didn't think that they they were going to be eaten or their life force was was stolen because I just remember the very first one that we saw um, was. Uh, do they say who the young girl was in the very first episode? What young girl? The the White Walker young girl. She again. She's uh, a, she's a white. She's, she's like okay. A, a dead. You know what? I'm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes. What's that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it's the same thing because it's different if a dead body uh, is reanimated. Was she a dead body that was reanimated? Yeah, she was dead. Remember? No, the whole tribe had dead. You, you, well, you don't tribe. remember the part where yeah. where Will like looks at her dead ass body like right. and he's like, tree. "Yo, Ma, you're dead as shit." And, the, and that that's why it's scary yeah. that she's standing there and turns around. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember that. Uh, I remember it. <laughs> uh, it's starting to uh, to to come back. Plus, she, plus, plus, she's a human and just has right. white eyes, and like the White Walkers are demonic, and they have like gray skin. It's all like they all yeah, look they're less up. Uh, yeah. they're less decayed. In in one of these episodes, uh, they say like he's been touched. Someone says that they've been touched by a White Walker. Uh, so I feel like it's kind of known in this world uh, that that sort of thing can happen. Somebody said I wouldn't agree with that. Somebody said disagree with the show. That's fine. Uh, with, <laughs> you think so? You think that in this context, people know that you can get touched by a white walker and become a white. Somebody walker? knows it. Somebody said it. Who said it? Oh, with the guys. I this will... is this is. Bad radio because we're not going to be able to run back the tape. So how this are we ever? Bad radio. This is great radio. radio. This is why I listen anyway. Sorry. I just got to get my legs right, and they're not I right. So I don't think people know that. I don't, I don't mean it's nobody like, even knows. Nobody knows anything. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think this is that's like uh, you, general knowledge, yeah. like in that sort of no. Um, but somebody, somebody, I remember somebody said it, and maybe they didn't mean it in the way that I took it. But it was enough to to make me think that. People could just. I thought it was weights. all hearsay and conjecture. Like some people say they're like this, and so we don't really yeah, know. Yeah. There's not any scientific data. They don't even know what science is. They don't have any antibiotics back there. Um, <laughs> is it kind of like how uh, people use the word like I think it's cougar to describe like a hundred different kinds of like predatory cat? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. <laughs> I wrapped that one up. With a nice <laughs> yeah. Put a button on yeah. it. <laughs> If by if by wrap up you mean you meant just confuse the shit out of me. Oh, well, um, you don't know about animals. Man. All right, is there anything else anybody else has to say? Well, just one more thing about apex feline predators, and then no, I'm just kidding. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right, well then we we will wrap it up. Uh, I will rewatch the entire episode. I'll find out who said that. That entire show. Um, thanks for and listening right to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast, and we'll see you. Hear you. You'll hear us. Uh, whatever. Bye.